Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Today we've got a great malicious compliance story all involving a church. We'll get into that in a bit, but first, need a more detailed report? Fine. I got contacted three times, each time progressively nastier about how much my local voluntary fraternal group had donated to charities. I sent them a list of the charities and our total donations of materials and any cash. First call, they wanted exact hours worked, supplies, and cash donations. Okay, I supplied all three, sent back. Second call, this wasn't good enough, they wanted a separate list for each charity. Okay, I divided them up and sent it back. Third call, snottiest call ever. What didn't I understand? They needed itemized. This just wasn't clear enough. Get it right. Fine. We make reusable sanitary pads for school-aged ladies in Liberia and also sew different items for three local charities. I calculated the cost of fabrics down to the inch of each color of fabrics. Cutting times, depreciation of scissors, thread per item, assembly, sewing time, time walking to and from the cutting area to the sewing area, shoe tread depreciation, time sewing, depreciation of sewing needles, electricity, depreciation of the carpet in the room, snacks, prep and cost of lunch, beverages per glass, condiments, shopping time, gas, depreciation of vehicles, on and on. I did the same list for each charity. You name it. They got it single-spaced, 9 font, pie charts, graphs, everything, 30 plus pages total. Took me about 12 hours and I had a great time doing it. I can't wait for them to open the dock. Then they have to print numerous copies for their board members and the national as well. Don't mess with the bull, baby. You'll get the horns. Fallout, I received an email. While we appreciate the thoroughness of the report, we request a condensed version following the parameters set forth in the law books. Resent them the original report. Let's see how that goes over. Final, I hope, update. I received an email today, sent to all chairs of finance, with a new form attached to fill out to the best of your ability. I've put the whole email on my profile for your viewing pleasure. I can't share the form, but I assure you I will be copy and pasting as much information as I can fit in the appropriate sections. OP should also include the time spent just creating this stupidly specific list. OP actually needed to bill for that time because I'm sure this was not a trivial amount of time when you have to calculate all of those ridiculous things. Also, hi, I'm Steven, and if you enjoy awesome stories of malicious compliance, why not hit those like and subscribe buttons down below? That said, our next story is... Don't want me to respond? Okay then. Sophomore English Literature Class. We were studying Keats' Ode to Autumn. The instructor could wring the joy out of anything, even Keats. After listening to him torture the poem for meaning, I asked if it was possible that it was just a gorgeous day and nothing more. Instructor goes bad crap, yelling about how I could ask such an inane, thoughtless, uneducated thing. How dare I speak such things? He yelled so loudly that a friend two classrooms over heard him yelling and heard my name. Next class, the instructor asks a question. I write the answer on my notebook and push it over to my seatmate who ostentatiously reads it out loud. 
For the rest of the semester, that's how it worked. No one else would answer a question unless I wrote it down first. Isn't that the whole point of interpretation though? Like some things, although they could inspire a lot of imaginative thought, it really could just be about a squirrel who came by and picked up a nut on the ground, and that there was really not more substance to it beyond the simple thought. Our next story is, come back in when you can behave yourself. Very minor incident, no drama, my dad's story from when he was in high school. He had a friend named Donnie whom he would always talk to and sometimes goof around with a little. This one time in class, Donnie was being a little extra loud and the teacher called him out but didn't notice my dad. The man told Donnie, go out into the hall and come back when you can behave. Donnie had this characteristic ear-to-ear grin, if I remember my dad's words correctly, and he wore it all the way to the door. He opened the door, stepped out into the hall, and before it had closed, he spun around and stopped it with his foot and walked right back in. The teacher was seething. Donnie just shrugged and said, I already know I can behave myself. Teacher sent Donnie to the office and they did not care one bit. They sent him right back immediately because he hadn't done anything wrong, along with a quick note explaining that sending him down there wasn't necessary. Nobody got in trouble in the end, including the teacher. Props to the people in that office who recognized that this teacher is just being ridiculous. I think this is just like a buildup of things finally bubbling over. You know, if Donnie's being a little disruptive here, a little disruptive there, a little too loud, eventually it just gets to be too much. But you can't just send them to the office because they were a little loud. Our next story is, if you ain't part of the problem, you ain't part of the solution. Over the years, I've developed a seemingly counterintuitive mantra that, if you ain't part of the problem, then you ain't part of the solution. This is the story of how this glorious epiphany first dawned on me. I've never been one to take much BS from anyone, and especially not one to hand BS down to others. Obviously this led to mine joining the military at a young age, where such attitudes were praised. Sarcasm. Somehow, I survived my days in the military with this go-getter attitude, to the point of being put as the lead of a division. My department was in charge of all the major equipment for my unit. Each division owned their specific equipment, and as a whole, the department maintained quite a bit of administration for this equipment. Run hours, maintenance logs, hourly readings for every gauge and meter, etc. were kept on paper. I mean, a lot of paper. Being as it were, the people under my charge had developed an efficient system where about a ream of papers worth of blank forms were pre-made and marked with yellow highlighter and ready to copy each day to make the forms for the next day. Fun fact, markings made in yellow highlighter will not transfer to the copies when fed through a copier. On the day in question, my division was responsible for making forms for the next day's use. However, the auto document feeder for the copier had broken. Now, in the military, there's no such thing as established working hours, no picking it back up the next day. You work until the job is done, whether it's noon or midnight, and you start fresh the next day. So there's obviously a lot of incentive to get the job done, and done right, lest you get called back in to fix it so that you can go home. Being there are periods of times where you're deployed and home is a barracks halfway around the world, when you weren't deployed, time home was something to be valued at the end of a workday. I took a look and this copier was on its last leg. The plastic was completely busted and there were obviously multiple previous repairs made to lengthen its life. 
If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. However, the copier's wounds were now clearly terminal and no additional life could be afforded with any amount of ingenuity. As it were, I declared a do not resuscitate and sent someone to requisition a replacement. Upon return, I was informed that the supply officer had denied my request on the grounds that manual copies could still be made using the document glass, one document and one side at a time. Cue malicious compliance. Now, before I finish, I want you to remember that 1. I don't take crap from anybody. 2. My department was using this copier daily for 500 plus documents. 3. This would directly impact the amount of time people had with their families. And 4. I wasn't about to let crap travel downhill to people under me. I lugged this copier into the supply officer's quarters along with a sledgehammer. Wouldn't you know it, but upon seeing it up close, and its innards all over the floor, the supply officer not only agreed that a replacement was in order, but approved the transfer of a seldomly used copier from another department. Sure, I got a talking to later, but in the words of Lieutenant Aldo Rain, I've been chewed out before. I'm both surprised and impressed that this guy really wanted to try to keep it going forward when you could only do one side of the document at a time. It's both one part resourceful and one part stupid. Our next story is Malicious in Compliance by The Hopeless. I was a union delegate at a large firm. The firm had three levels of discipline. 1. Break the law, you got fired. 1. Break company policy, first and final warning. 2. Small events like late for work, rudeness, poor work ethic, etc. had to be dealt with within 6 weeks. This is important for later on. Recorded and simply a verbal meeting with manager. Repeat lots of these and you went to stage 2. So I have a union member called Ivan, nicknamed The Terrible who every day could write on the subreddit, am I the jerk, and you would all vote him the jerk. He was late for work, left early, lazy, rude, and generally hopeless. The only person more hopeless than Ivan was his boss, Karen. Karen was just so hopeless I could write a book about her, and you wouldn't believe the stuff that happened with her. 
Ivan was in a role where he interacted with most other departments. There wouldn't go a day where Ivan did something wrong. In one year, he got 50 formal complaints about him. Karen did nothing about him. Finally, Karen is forced to act by a senior manager and Ivan is called to disciplinary meeting, citing the 50 acts. Ivan comes literally crying to me about how unfair this all is and it's bullying. I had little sympathy for him. He received a letter outlying the 50 incidents and HR policy on discipline. I attended the meeting with HR, Karen, and Ivan. They spend over an hour going through the 50 events. Ivan is stone cold silent throughout it all. Karen starts saying that we have to obey the rules. Cue malicious compliance by Ivan. Ivan interrupts her and says something like, I agree with you entirely, since all these 50 events occurred all greater than 6 weeks ago. I can't be in trouble for them, as per company policy you gave me. He goes on, In fact, I'd like to lodge 50 complaints about my manager failing to correct my behavior and breaching company rules by taking these issues to task over the 6 week timeline that is allowed. There was stunned silence as he dropped formal complaint letters about Karen and HR on the table. He got off, and HR and Karen got a warning. This was repeated twice more, and Karen ended up getting fired. Ivan sorted employment elsewhere after Karen was fired, as he told me he would be sacked under anyone else. There is something seriously wrong here that they not only let this happen once, but two more times. Like, what is going on here? Our next story is... Difficult to volunteer when your rules exclude me, coffee and security at a church. This involves a church, but it isn't a bad church. There was this hurricane and they really did spend their money to put homeless people into hotels and feed them until they had places to live. They always need volunteers and if you're conflict avoidant like me, 50 year old male, you get asked to do lots of stuff. I mean, if I'm already there, okay, I'll do it I guess. If you have a hard time saying no, you'll be taken for granted for sure. I got asked to make the coffee. I mean, making coffee for like 150 people. I don't even drink coffee and I said yes. What is wrong with me? There is some training. I did the training. I show up on my day and I'm in the kitchen getting ready to make the coffee just the way I was told and someone comes in and kicks me out. They won't take any of my excuses. I need to get out now. I comply to keep the peace. I guess they were tired of people helping themselves to food maybe? Personally, I think it was because I'm male and women tend to run that kitchen. I don't know. What I do know is that I never made that coffee and never will. If I'm not welcome in the kitchen, you can make the coffee. You obviously don't need me. I got asked to help with the security system. I live and work near the church. You get notified when it goes off. When that happens, you can go to the church and turn off the alarm and call the alarm people. I'm ideal because I'm so close so much of the time. I don't even need to drive. They train me and I get the codes and everything. Well, everything was all set and then the person who trained me remembers something and leaves for a bit. When they come back, they say that someone high up objected to me being security because I wasn't a member of the church. Being a member is more than showing up. It's more than giving money. You have to declare your allegiance and be baptized in front of the whole congregation. Baptized somewhere else? Doesn't count. You have to do it over. It's a whole spectacle. While I don't mind religion, I detest spectacle. I have dodged this particular honor. I'm not going to ever become a member. Besides, when I first came, a deacon told me to find somewhere else because my kids were loud. If I'm tolerated but not welcome, I'll be present and not a member. 
Now, the person doing the training probably counts beans and thinks if she gets me to become a member, she has saved my soul and she'll be higher up some ladder to heaven or something. She probably thinks this made-up story, my analysis, about some high-up anonymous person objecting to my placement as a security officer will make me sign up to become a member right away. I will not. Instead, I will agree and comply with that anonymous person's concerns. So I say that I would never want to make anyone uncomfortable with my position as a security officer for the church. You should definitely have someone who is trusted by the whole congregation. I guess I'll have to step down from this responsibility and let you find the right person for the job. It is really unfortunate that someone so close and convenient to the church, who has been here for a long time, has to step down, but what can be done? They offered to talk with the person who objected to see if there was some compromise. I assured her that I saw no compromise possible. Trust is the currency of church security. I must humbly step down and reflect on my distrustful character. The pastor talked to me about all this and offered to fix things. He said membership used to be a big deal and isn't so much anymore. I declined. I don't mind volunteering, but I won't fight anyone to do it. For me, volunteering has to be consensual by all involved. Do I really want to spend my volunteer hours arguing with self-appointed gatekeepers when I could be sleeping in or reading a book? I still help out now and again informally for one-time things when they're stuck, and I have one regular duty that I like and no one dares harass me about because it is technical, but I say no to anything else. After all, there is some anonymous person who has made me step down from these kinds of positions in the past. And I wouldn't want to go through the trouble of joining this or that committee only to be told about objections after the fact. This story helps me say nope. Yeah, this is definitely great. This is just about setting your boundaries. OP had a limit. They said, no, 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 you got to give us some more stuff and do some things for us before you can do some more things for us. It very easily is one of those things you just go, yeah, no, thank you. Bye. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another awesome malicious compliance story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com.